welcome to The Honest Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob. I'm with my two ride-or-die co-hosts, Tom and Nick, and welcome to the 40k Spice Center. The sharpest minds in 40k Spice. <laughs> Unable to lie to its audience, The Honest Wargamer crew. Uh, hello, uh, everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, I am joined by Tom and Nick. Nick! Oh, so it's too loud. Nick, how are you? I'm too excited. I'm too hyped. How are you? What's going on? Uh, I'm all right, thank you. Um, what is going on? I've brought on to show off my latest Chrome Dar. Dayton will be very pleased. Yes, they look class. Really good. Really good. You've not given think... up. N Tom thought you might have given no. up on the Chrome Dar. Well, I did give up. <laughs> I definitely gave up. Okay. Uh, I painted one test model with brass uh, streaking grime, grime wash and it looked great and I was tempted so badly I was like oh my god that's like zero effort and it looks all right mm -hmm. um, but then I got all the models out again I looked at them the ones that I'd got mostly done that's one I'd mostly done before um, and I was like you know what fucking hell I, I really like that effect I'm gonna stick it out and I'm gonna master it hopefully um, but what I've done recently, a change is, so this is one of the ones I finished recently, and I don't know if anyone can see the chat. Basically, it's got a sunspot on lots of different, the armor plates. Mm -hmm. So there's a sunspot. And actually, I don't think that looks very good. So I'm getting rid of the sunspot. I might, I might put the sun on the horizon somewhere, mm -hmm. but I'm getting rid of the sunspots because it's awkward and awkward to figure out where to put them and stuff like that. Um, so on this one, I'm no sunspot, and I think it looks better already. And I've kind of i got some uh source material for where to put the horizon on each plate um so i had a reference to look at as i was putting the line on because i think that's really key to getting the effect uh down so i think i've got that the best so far on this one. Oh, nice nice yeah they're looking yeah. really really good and i'm happy you're carrying on with the scheme uh because and most importantly almost certain the craft world are going to get an update in the next year so mm. i want you to have finished it and then be an old school wraith player with an old school wraith army yeah and not yeah. investing in the new wraiths uh, which i think will make no. everyone happy uh, it'll make you happy because you're more edgy and old school um Certainly. and yeah mm -hmm. uh, so i think that's it tom my man yeah my my like my on my tricycle of ride or die goodness yeah, there you are, you legend. The Peter Crouch of 40k. I don't know what that means, but there it goes. Uh, how <laughs> are you? Oh, I'm all right, mate. <laughs> is, is that meant to be I'm shit in real life, but hypothetically in a video game, I'm actually fucking overpowered? No, no you're, you're tall and you've played for a lot of teams. <laughs> That's true. I did do that. Including QPR, who then lost 5-1 in the championship to Wednesday in 2001. It was great. For everyone, by the way, uh, who doesn't understand what he said, he was talking about soccer, and I hated it. Uh, that's really important. <laughs> I've decided to give up on soccer now as well, mate. Not oh, because really? of, like, I actually like the game, but it's so full of such degenerates in the fan base. Mm -hmm. Like, we've got fans calling to sack our manager for the fourth time this year. Which team are we supporting? The, the Ham. It doesn't matter. Just any team. Just okay. Degenerates right. everywhere. The Blues. Yeah. yeah. Did you, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't handle it anymore. Morons <laughs> all over the place. Like... I would agree with that. I would say that the only people who aren't morons is everyone in the Twitch chat who are a hydro homie or who knows. are a hydro homie listening at home. So hello everyone in the Twitch chat. Neil Kerr, Dreadwoods, Volzen, 
What up? Uh, Nogal Matthew, extra tie winning. Sergeant Rolf, my man. Disco Dolly, Hams fan, what is going on? Um, uh, Tom, I want to quickly find out how you are. But before we do that, I want to let everyone know what today's show is. We might later be talking about some Drakari lists we want to talk about uh, based off last week's couple of shows. However, this week has been, or even just today, has been a flaming meatball of spicy potatoes. Uh, it has been a mm-hmm. true... This, If anything, this is the Old Spice Road uh, of uh, 40k <coughs> shows. It's been, a, it's been a day. And which is really exciting. We aren't even, as of yet, even into proper 40k tournaments, coverage, no. and world stuff. Uh, so a lot to talk this, about. Yeah. yeah, this is yeah. just a bit of foreplay at the minute. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not in the, we're not in the meat of it yet. We are not into the meat and taters. Uh, Tom, I didn't ask you how you are though. Are you well? Are you good? Yeah, are you fine, doing yeah. any 40k this I'm week? a little bit disappointed, mate, because I expected a miniature picture of Carthage to be in the bottom right of our screen, but clearly we've forgotten. So I'm, I'm on very it. Disappointed. Excuse Tom's me, demands me... are very niche. He, very... he needs Carthage. In the suit section, <laughs> <laughs> we need to just put in the suit section. I will. Is this um, is this because of your uh, deep and abiding love of Warhammer Total War Rome? Yes. Well, yes, partly. I'm about to take it, but also because uh, allegedly, supposedly, mythically, uh, after the Third Punic War, the Romans salted the lands of Carthage so that nothing could ever grow there again. And, and uh, I feel like that mountain of salt is really appropriate for today's show. Okay. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think I'm with you. Let me just it, give me but a moment and I'll, I'll put it in there. Uh, that's not to like over egg the spice. Um, it's just that there's lots going on in the world and uh, we probably should just talk about it. It's that simple, really. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with, uh, as I try to find this, if you fancy, um, I think we'll start with the kind of top news. We'll get this out of the way uh, is Curse City. Uh, now, this is a non-40K story, but it's breaking news. So important that some of the lads want to talk about it. Some of the ladies want to talk about it. Some of the people want to chat about it. Do you, Nick, do you know what the top line story is? Or do you want me to kind of give you the breakdown? What's going on with Cursed City? Sir, Cursed um, City. Yeah. Basically... It was a box that they released and they said, hey, there's this amazing box. There's all these incredible miniatures. Don't you all want it really badly? And then they hyped it all up and everyone was like, yes, we want it really badly. And then they sold a load and everyone's like, I want more. And then they're like, yeah, don't worry, we'll get you more. It's going to be, it's going to be, you know, we're going to make it forever. We're going to make loads of copies all the time forever. Definitely for sure. And then five minutes later, they're like, well, actually, no, we're not. And then we're going to go back in time and delete all the things we said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're not making it anymore. Tough luck. <laughs> and also, we didn't say that we were going to make it forever. Actually, you guys remembered it wrong. Yeah. Is that a good summary? I mean, uh, um, I just discovered that I can never trust Neil Kerr again. By the way, because he's typing absolute bollocks in the chat. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. Uh, as I like to call him, Big Dylan uh, has got not much to say. Just ignore Big Dylan in the chat, Tom. Don't let him bait you. Yeah, he's yeah, dragging he you in. He wasn't listening very well, though. Like, <laughs> saying a big ginger Northern Irish lad, which I believe is a Northern Irish captain, told Neil something. But I don't think Neil was listening properly. Either that or Cathal was lying. Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, Neil, uh, if we're talking about big news, we're going to talk about, oh, no, that's the story I can't talk about from Big Dylan. Um, uh, don't we all just need to buy Marine lieutenants anyhow? Yeah. Nick, you've nailed it. Basically, they've put out um, uh, they put out Curse City, and they there were social media posts that said that it wasn't a limited edition run, and instead 
it would be a part of the core range. So it would be stuff that stockists could stock. Yeah. So uh, local it had gaming the core stores. Keyword. It did have the core keyword. Local gaming stores, uh, you know, were under the assumption that they were going to be able to potentially stock it in the future uh, and maintain that level of stock. Uh, people thought that they didn't have to buy the first wave and instead they would be able to pick it up when it moved on to pre-order, etc., etc. Um, uh, and it seems like not only was that not true, which is fine, you know, they could be like, hey guys, by the way, stock issues or Brexit or whatever sort of set of reasons why, uh, not only did was that not the case, uh, their marketing department who then had put out previous posts saying that that was true or that was going to be the case, they, they deleted a, a lot of that content. Uh, so it seems like they've decided to move on. And in fact, actually have messaged um, their store managers today with a statement, which I have and I can read. Uh, but it's a it's a secret statement as to where I got the source from. So uh, lol jokes. Um, yeah, <laughs> I just like everyone to know it's from the store manager of Warhammer World. Um, this product is sold a, out. Can you do it in a Games Workshop voice? Oh, my old presenter voice. Yeah. Yeah, when do it. Uh, we need yeah, for real time. Sake. Let's go. I can't pretend you're on Warhammer TV and reading this out. Uh, <laughs> I can't do that because I'm no longer full of such rage. I'm a much happier person, so I'm just going to be me. Uh, this product is sold out on GamesWorkshop.com, and we are not. This is, by the way, what was sent to um, uh, to stores. Basically, this is to store managers. Um, this product is sold on GamesWorkshop.com, and we are not expecting it to return online. It's only available in our stores and independent retailers. Stores will not be resupplied once these copies have been sold out. If anyone asks about whether the miniatures will be available in the future, the response is miniatures from the set may become available in different formats in the future. And we know that there is a full army of Soul Black Gravelord miniatures on their way very soon. There will not be any major public announcements on this or on any of our official channels. So, um, oh, say it. sorry, be right back. Okay, no that, sound, that sounds very kind of under under the table, isn't it? That like, is, yeah, had uh, under the table. Mm. Um, uh, I mean, uh, sad times, so I changed my Twitch name to Big Dealer, but it's already taken. <laughs> Try adding uh, some numbers at the end, Neil. That'll, that'll sort you. Be fine. <laughs> yeah, thank you to Heinrad for resubscribing. And honestly, Heinrad, it's absolutely lovely to see you in the chat. It's been a while, and I'm so glad you're here. Um, uh, Reese was told he gets eight and then he told he gets lots so he had a ton of orders then one day before he got them he said you get eight so it was shafted for 95% like, of his order and still haven't been refunded it's, for those it's not like it. Games Workshop to put my foot in it is it like this we could we could be sat here saying oh it's unfortunate having only did a limited run and have our scalpers everywhere and what have you instead we're sat here talking about how everybody feels misled because of how dog shit it was fucking coordinated between all the stores right we're between the community team telling everybody to be able to be able to get some and then everybody just not being able to buy any it's absolutely ridiculous that they haven't been able to actually sort it out and it points to a complete chaotic situation behind the scenes because it seems like they don't even know what they're doing well mm. yeah i mean like nick what's your initial response to that before like we kind of like deep dive it uh, sorry, I missed some of that because I went to collect the waffle delivery because the waffle lady arrived. Oh, lovely, yes. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, it, to me, it feels like uh, there was a miscommunication between their departments. The community team just either assumed yeah. or was told something wrong and put it all out there on the uh, on the internet. Uh, and then obviously someone found out that's not the case, embarrassingly deleted all their posts, all their uh, pictures. <laughs> Thanks to the Dreadwoods for catching that, by the way. Um, 
and then and then yeah they've kind of like there's like a i think some of the chats like smells like a cover-up or something like that and they're just like they are just like they're trying to cover over their mistake and not be embarrassed by it whereas i mean we spent loads of times where games workshop make errors or mistakes and they don't ever really apologize for anything they just go I don't know. They just either try to lie about it, ignore it, or just let it go. They don't really ever seem to own up to anything and just have any. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's just a bit more, a bit more silly as well. In that they're just going around deleting the comments and saying nobody said anything. <laughs> this was never what it was meant to be. Everybody heard. Yeah. It. When everybody can see exactly what's happened, but I've and seen that... a lot more Facebook just coming out and saying, "Hey guys, uh, we initially intended to um, do this, or these situations change, or." Um, community team here, uh, we um, made a mistake in uh, an assumption that we made, and unfortunately, this is what the situation is going to be. I don't know if I maybe even said that as it released to prevent scalpers from buying it, in which case, I mean, maybe, but that's still daft. Now they just look stupid for not, for not yeah. you know, being clear about so, it. So, like, I think, mm-hmm. I think what, like, what is making me chuckle is the Pikachu face. I'm like, has no one been here? for like the past four years like are we like are we in a fucking am i in the fucking twilight zone where this is something new somehow like do we remember the terrain book indomitus like do we remember like the terrain book no one bought so that was the opposite problem they had too many do we do we we just forget the fucking lumineth like reprint like are we are we am i losing my fucking mind I mean, like, a lot of this seems to be happening to iOS, mate. Andromeda's at least came back so I could get a second copy, although I had that anyway. Right? All of this seems to be happening to iOS, mate. It's almost like they don't like your game. Uh, it's true. They've tried to kill it before. Uh, yeah. They've deleted all the lore, <laughs> deleted all the points, gave you stupid <laughs> kneeling game. rules. Yeah, exactly. All right, that's fair. That's fair. The, the kneeling rules what were, is were actually never really done. I don't even know what the kneeling rules are, but we'll, for, we'll go through that. First age stuff, but it was quality. Let me put that. Um, <laughs> um, a little side note, by the way, I bought forty-three copies of Indom- uh, really? of uh, Curse City. So, if anyone wants wow. one, uh... <laughs> I only got forty. <laughs> we found uh... the scalper chief boys. Everybody get it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if I'd have had the money, I'd have done it because it's the most predictable thing ever. Like, I'm in no way upset because I don't know who at this point thinks that that's not going to be the case. They've been deleting facebook posts for years like when i was an admin of the facebook pages even after i left games workshop you could see the comments they'd either deleted or hidden from their facebook pages so like they're like threads so let's say they release a new thread on face uh, a new thing on facebook and there's all the comments underneath they're curated any comments they don't like they hide yeah which means the person who's written it doesn't know that it's been like effectively deleted for all the other viewers like and then the people who um uh like uh, the people so it's only positive comments really like or things that like that they think and some of it's because some of it's abusive and that's super mm-hmm. okay to remove that a lot of it no let's say most of it is that would be the reason but some of it's not because of that it's just stuff that they don't want to see or hear about i mean are we forgetting that he banned the word astartes in their own twitch chat are we forgetting that? Like, like, am I living in some sort of fugue state and dream world? Like, I know COVID's been hard on us all, but are you fucking mad? Like, and I think... Well, I guess, I guess it's always... Is it is it our as a community, our uh, our desire for Games Workshop to change? So every time they do something, they're like, oh my God, surely this time they've learned their lesson and they're going to do better. Maybe they listen to all our rage on the internet and actually internalise it and do better, but they don't seem to want to or ever do. True. 
And the point is, for me, like, and I made this statement today on Twitter, because I tweet to save lives. I want everyone to know that. I do it for humanity's sake. I don't do it for my well, sake. Like I do it for one prayer. Like a social media light guard, lifeguard. Ex exactly. That's what I'm there for. I'm there to, like, and, um, uh, like, <laughs> like, like, I'm oh, sorry, Lord Wayne says, how is a company this side so fucking incompetent? How do we not, for did we forget the app? Like, oh my God, yes. They've made, like, I think I said to this to you a couple of weeks, Rob, you know, when in the workbook that you've uh, put together yeah, and uh, written, and it go, you got that uh, bit about, I don't know if it's from chess or game, the game theory where there's that beginner, mm -hmm. intermediate and master. Yeah. Um, they are no what they are nowhere near master. And there was something about the intermediate. You know, you're you're winning. What level is it where you're winning games, but you don't know why? So you're winning so games that, because you're what, what so, level so is the, that? So the three tiers are the first tier is you just make mistakes. So beginner, by definition, this is a three tier system, by the way. Like by definition, is you just make mistakes and someone wins. Yeah. 80% of Warhammer players and that's really okay because most people aren't professional Warhammer players or even close and even those guys make loads of mistakes more on that spy center later um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but when you make loads of mistakes you're just a beginner the the definition of intermediate is you just don't make mistakes that's it yeah and okay. the definition of advanced or expert is you force your opponent to make mistakes so you don't make mistakes still and what you do is you force mistakes on your mm. opponent that's the that's the defin definition of the three tiers. They're still at the beginner level of like they're hundred percent still at the beginner level. Like recently, they made some improvements, but you know when it, when the, the the term new games workshop was <laughs> the new new games workshop was coined, yeah. when everyone's like, oh, they discovered the internet again, and they're like they're reaching out and engaging themselves with the community and the competitive scene much better. Mm -hmm. Like that was a step in the right direction, and I'm sure everyone agrees with that. But they're still like making loads of mistakes. But they're like, but it's being masked because they're making shit ton of money and they're outperforming loads of other companies in different sectors and areas. Mm -hmm. But they're still, they're making loads of money, but they're also making loads of mistakes. And I don't really feel like they know, they don't know, they're, if they're not going to own up to those mistakes, they're never going to know why they're making the most mistakes or correct them or get better necessarily. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, the, yeah, I agree with everything. Tom, you got any thoughts on this? Like I don't want to. So I, th I think we've already been through the the whole. It wasn't communicated fantastically angle anyway, and they didn't do themselves any favors with that. I think the question that I've got to ask is, obviously this keeps happening. How do you fix it specifically? That's not me saying that they can't. That's me asking how would you fix it? So Scott B makes the point um, uh, in, in the chat, which we've talked about many and many a time. And uh, I spoke to a friend recently, and I'd like to clarify this again. Pay more money to all your employees. Start point. Start point, it's a company. If ever you bootlick for a company, <laughs> I don't like you. End convo. Like, fucking full stop. Yeah, it makes no sense, right? Company should pay its employees egregious amounts of money for just turning up to work. Because why the fuck not? Where else is the money going to? And any other conversation at the end of that, I think is anarchic and you're mental. Yeah, <laughs> right? I'm just going to put that out there. But Games Workshop itself, specifically, and having been one of those people who I'm about to talk about, and also hired people in that same role, they make mistakes because they don't invest in qualified, experienced people to do jobs. Listen to me now. Me. They let me present the entire of a whole edition of 40k, their flagship product. Me. I make, at best, 
most times like okay jokes sometimes i think they're kind of edgy and funny sometimes they're not they're just weird and creepy like there's a <laughs> bunch of stuff about me that shouldn't be ever the public face of a company and yet for and some just look reason, at the haircut you had when you had that job the face my friends face, look at haircut, my friends look at you outfits. two Nick, you've got ODD. You specifically are against most... Tom, you're hilarious. Today, you were sending me salt mines of Carthage. You're mental, and I love you forever. Both of you. Twitch chat, you guys are my guys. Yeah, so why would you let me... So, Scott B., when we talk about they don't hire the right people, they so don't hire the right people. At all. Yeah, like, I don't know if you guys followed... Um, oh, it's a meat account. I know that sounds weird. It's a brand for a meat company. Yesterday, their social media manager, or maybe it was the day before, just decided he was attacking Neil deGrasse Tyson. He just went for it. He just went straight oh, off the... Oh, that was great. With the, the steaks thing, yeah? The steaks. Was and it a steak company? steaks puns in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he kept going, like, mistake, and he was spelling it like the meat product. Like... <laughs> it was so good. They were so good, and they were taking him down, and it was great. Hire those sorts of people who know I interact with people. But the problem is... Not only do they not hire the right people, they don't have the right business strategy. And that's a core fundamental problem because they don't hire the right people to develop their core business strategy. Yes, someone listening to this video may be like, but Rob, they make loads of money. Loads of businesses make loads of money and they don't do good things. Like that isn't how things work in the world. It's not the like, anyway, to kind of round it off, if there's a point, because Tom asks, how do you do better? Tom, I think my answer is, is that they hire good people to... No, sorry, good is wrong, because I'm sure they hire loads of yeah, good people. Sure. They hire talented and experienced people into the job roles needed to create an effective business strategy that develops a good community spirit. Okay. That would be a good way of and doing it. And then their strategy would be something like opening more factories or what have you that are local to the UK or, or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Which is a long process, to be fair. It is. Um, and therefore, I don't want to be back. I just don't want to be back here in like three months saying about some other box product. Oh, well, they still haven't improved when they might already be like a bunch of months down the line on producing, on like opening up a bunch of new facilities. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Vengeance Sylvania makes a good point. You, you can make money without good strategy. You, rare, you can rarely sustain one. I think that's true as well. But <laughs> the key takeaway for me. And this Curse City thing, and which kind of makes me laugh, right? Because everyone today is like, they have lied. And I'm like, they told you the app was good. Are you? Like, <laughs> and like, they, they, told, they told you the app was going to be amazing. They released right. it. And then yep. they kept telling you it was amazing. And they still so tell they, you it's good. And then they, I, yeah, I, I, they, to I this day. I useful still. To this I've very all, day. I've got all of the codes, apart from the 8th edition ones, and apart from the Book of Rust. Apart from that, I now have all the codes and all the hard copies are currently sat behind me because I am a whore. And do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember when they said that the FAQ was coming? I'm not even talking about the Age of Sigma one, the 40k one that never came. Yeah, do you remember that? They told us the app was coming in August and it didn't come. Like, who? Who cares? Who's listening to them? Like, who's like? Well, I'll take that as gospel. That's what I'll do. I'll walk away. Are you mad? And this is the important point for me. You two, the Twitch community, the people listening to the podcast, anyone watching back on YouTube, you're my games workshop. You're my gang. You're my like game. Like when I talk about like when I talk about like competitive Death Guard lists, I'm talking to you two. I'll talk to some people in 40k. Like I'll just see what Innis is posting. Always. I'll never read a Meat Watch article in my life. 
like because it's a curated piece of shit that I'd never read. I'll go on Goonhammer. I like Goonhammer. Propaganda. I'll read them. I think that those guys have got fucking stuff to say. I'll read that all day. Yeah, but I Speaking won't. Of... Huh? Doesn't matter. Carry on. Keep going. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> this but is like... great tension. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. the game. I will be playing this game not more time. Sadly, Nick. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> But I'll be playing this for the rest of my life with... Oh, Nick's left. Okay, Nick's gone. <laughs> He's only here for more time. Content, let's be He's only here. Um, but yeah, I'm here for this. And 3D printers are a thing. Um, obviously, I'm never saying to 3D print their products. Of course not. But proxies are very viable. Um, the game is very easy to learn like, and pick up from your, your mind. Like, there's, like, there are loads of ways to make it so that you can be inside this community and be inside this game without needing the company as of itself. There's great content creators. That's the other kind of thing as well. Like, they don't even put their content out well. Like, there are good content creators like Tactics or Titans or, like, fucking Pick a Person. Yeah, like, they at least make the thing entertaining, Top. Like, they at least make... Not they do indeed make it entertaining. <laughs> not mini Wargaming. Not you. You suck. Like, like but they... There are like people who make their thing even better and cooler. Those are the people you should be supporting and looking after. And I'm really comfortable with that. I've been there a long time. And I'm like, fucking, I'm in for the whole ride. I hope it gets worse. Well, that's what I hope, because it's more really? fun. Yeah, oh. Tom, 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 are you mental? How are yeah. you, a year after they stop selling digital books, think that we're not at the end times? How do you not think this is the that's worst not, version? That's, that's... No, no, no. It's not that. My point is that I don't... Like, how can you be rooting for them to do worse? Because it's hilarious. How do you think they can... In any way... How do you think that they're not doing shit to you? For me, me, that's the best way to look at it. If it it gets better, then it's better for us. Yes! But if it gets worse and we find it funny, then we win. It's a win-win situation. It's already really bad. Yes. You can't yeah, buy digital books. If it was better, I would prefer it if the app was like really good, and I'm actually enjoying using it now. I would prefer it if we got constant like products when we were told we would be getting consistent products. I'd prefer it if we didn't have stuff constantly sold out, and I'd prefer it if priority targets was not a secondary objective in 40k. I Coward. would prefer that over things getting worse, so I can laugh at them because I'm not spiteful over it coward that's what i say all of you yeah right worse i want it i want it horrific i want broken dog stars is that right tom yeah i mean I want... yeah that, that was better than what we've got right now to be <laughs> was it was that yes! better nick yes come on break the... armies. every table just shooting at each other constantly sequencing and you'd have actual counterplay even if it was you need to roll a couple of dice and you'd have to play on a couple of bits of odds rather than my opponent went first walked all of the shit into the middle of the board on priority priority objectives <laughs> i can't trade into him because the second the um, stratagem that allows you to interrupt on melee exists which by the way i think is a really good strategy adds a lot to the game and therefore he wins the game because he sits there this isn't skill i got him off his priority objective but it doesn't matter because by the time i can turn free by the way because that's the only time i can enter his fucking deployment zone it doesn't matter because he scored all the points god i love you too so what world does i walk mo man in center of board turn one mean that it's a good game you literally got a 50 50 roll off it's easier you for new people. It's easier for new people. That's great news. 
Oh, that's great. Yeah, brilliant. Chess is 50 Burn the competitive scene to the ground as well. Yeah. Chess is burning the competitive scene to the ground. Should we go to the next one? <laughs> yeah, I think we're done here. But the point is, for anyone listening, and all of you, and Tom and Nick are incredible people, is just fucking enjoy it. Like, enjoy yeah. the game. Like, enjoy the world. Like, it's fun. Like, get lost in the lore. Get lost in your painting. Like, and do it to a medium standard. Do not be like, I'm going to paint really well. Just fucking get, spray a colour, dry brush it. You're fucking done. And just enjoy yourself. Meeting people is the best bit. I got to meet these two legends. And most of you, and I hopefully will meet most of you one day doing this as a hobby. And that's the best bit. I'm not, I, like, the best bit isn't a company. It's fucking dumb to think the best bit is a company. Also, everyone yeah. who bootlicks the company, definitely a twat. Just want to point that out. Yeah. 100%. Because it's fucking <laughs> you know- weird. I love that segment. That was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> now, if we're finished, yeah, thankfully that's the end well, of the one spice. One more point. My, what my greatest hope is that, well, I, I'm with you, Rob. If it gets more, if it gets worse, more chaotic, then it's just going to be funny. But my, the only, I don't care if they get better as a company in their practice, but I just don't want them to continually bullshit us online. Because they're, they've been disingenuous for years. It's just better when it's more obvious and more of the community see that. When I they guess tell so, them. yeah. Because I how many see... people like were bitten by the app? Like that's really predatory. Fuck Curse City off. The app is still like a like I don't see these content creators who are bitching and moaning today, bitching and moaning like they should have about the app. Or the terrain book. The terrain book was fucking rude. Why isn't that in your core rule book? Yeah? Why aren't you helping your audience make and play a game? It's fucking predatory and it's rude. It's fuck it, like it's bang out of order. And the the fact that I'm seeing content creators today tweeting and having a little fucking time about Curse City because like they're on board with that. Just fuck they they just care hate because it. they've got their fucking copies, haven't they? Exactly. They're mugs. Yeah, oh, and they're really treating their own guys who don't have it. Oh, it's such a shame, isn't it? I'm sorry. But Games Witch are really great though, so let's not bash them too much, guys. It's fucking bang out of order. Hamsan, thank you for donating. Holy Hams fuck fan. me. Hamsan. That's, that's a lot of uh, gifted subs. Everyone gets a lot of emotes. Hmm. That is yeah. a lot. Oh, thank yeah. you. Shall, shall we, in honour of Hamsan, do the Meatwatch article? We should. Hamsan uh, has... Uh, thank you. That's incredibly lovely of you. You donated 25 gift subscriptions, which is truly mental. Um, so this show is dedicated to you now. This show is now for Hamsan. Um, uh, that's incredible. We're all Hams fans. Thank you so much. We are fans of Hams. Yep. I'm loving it, enjoying with popcorn. Well, should we move on to the next piece of popcorn then for Hams fan? Should we let him pick? Move it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Should we give him a shortlist? This is the shortlist. The shortlist is uh, an editorial piece about points make prizes. There is Meat Watch, and then there is TJ Gate. And then finally, there is new AdMac. AdMac? AdMac. AdMac. New AdMac. New AdMac, by the way, and points make prizes kind of go together. The, the so. meat dimension. The I meat dimension. Okay. Tom, do you want to take us away into the meat dimension? So, uh, Goonhammer recently did an article uh, called Meat Watch Hams. Okay. Mm. And that's the most important thing, where they uh, take us through the stats for two different types of ham. The honey-baked ham and the rum ham. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> Um, I, 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 I did not read it, but it turns out. So, if we do were to do a top trumps of the hams, mm. the honey baked ham was more more money. It was lower effort, 
It was higher quality and it was less dirt bag than a rum ham. That's the, <laughs> I think the rum ham is just the classy way, classy way to get drunk. So, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Nick. It's only rum ham forever, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. There you are. I'll put a link in the chat if anyone wants to read that. Oh, are we not t- going to talk start. about the actual MetaWatch article? Oh, right. Yeah, I guess we could talk about that too, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think it's important to talk about that MetaWatch article because I am accusing Games Workshop of stonk manipulation. Oh, Excellent. Okay. And I'm okay. really into this. What does that Please mean, Please continue. So, <clears throat> I shall look at my post-it note on there. Um, so, it was a Drakari article. So my accusation for the stunk manipulation comes from the fact that the Drakari codex has only been out, what, a week, maybe two. We've yet to see an FAQ. We are, have, are the, yet to see one. The dark technomancers trait, we're, which people are using specifically on liquefiers. Mm, yes. um, most people, I'm not, I'm not saying it should be FAQ. I'm saying most people have said that that's probably too strong, probably will get FAQ'd or should be FAQ'd. But in this... Uh, MetaWatch article, both both, uh, people they chose to write the article uh, have included those in their list and talked about it specifically in the article and said why it's good um, and things like that. So they are, by releasing that and having that, in my opinion, you know, uh, solidifying that that is... uh, that is fine, and you should do that, and it's good. And then uh, they're manipulating the stock market to make people buy lots of liquefiers. And the dodgy bit will be is if they later FAQ it to change it to make them not like not very good anymore. They have form. I would just like to point out uh, at one point uh, the uh, the lead developer for Age of Sigmar said uh, that attacks from a particular model would buff another model, giving it an additional attack. Uh, and then two weeks later, FAQ that to not be true, uh, mm-hmm. uh, making people purchase specifically at that point corn uh, skull cannons. Skull which cannons, I mean, why yeah. would you buy them anyway? They're fugly. But yeah, just convert them. Yeah, gross. Just find anything and just stick a gun on it. Like mm. that's fine. Um, but yeah, Nick, you're accusing them directly of stock, uh, directly. stock manipulation. Directly. Yes, and I would like them to specifically respond to me on Twitter at just underscore Nikos. <laughs> Otherwise, I will be taking them to some sort of stonk regulation body. There is, uh, I think actually, uh, uh, <laughs> Ham's fan, uh, as well as uh, Neural Shock Dubs and Heinrad are actually on the committee. So we'll get ah, in touch nice. with them later. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, it was a Drukari article starring Nick Nanavati uh, and um, and Arman Skari, right? Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. So they both basically wrote some lists. Uh, Games Workshop changed what they wrote <laughs> to make <laughs> Skari sound more successful than he actually is. Although he's still, still successful, but they did change what he wrote. And then they posted up both of these lists up here. Now, with the Nick one, um, I'd be cautious about it because when I was doing my notes for last week, Uh, I actually went and had a look at what Nick was writing on The Art of War. And I went to the comments section, and all of the comments that I could see at the top were all just about how Nick's list was once again illegal. (laughs) So we need to make sure (laughs) (laughs) we check this list for legality's purposes, okay? (laughs) So uh, I'm not a massive fan of either of these lists, to be honest. I feel like they're a little bit all over the place again. They're very all comersy, which is kind of how America likes to run it, right? rather than just being like obnoxiously broken uh which i is obviously my favorite you know so he's got like racks with liquefied guns he's got one squad of mandrakes because americans can't stop scramblers because they're shit 
Uh, he's t- taken Force Lift, which I talked about last week as well. Um, yeah, it's it's not too much to talk about about this list. We can dive into the list a little bit more when we uh, get to Minor Necros's lists. But I mean, it was pretty much pretty much fine. And Scarus was similar. Uh, I think we could have probably found a better picture of Scarry. Bless him, I love him, and I'm seeing him tomorrow. But the picture was not good, mate. You need to sort it out. Is it his lockdown hair? Yeah, it's his lockdown hair. <laughs> I mean, it's a vibe. It's it is a, a vibe. It, it is a vibe. vibe. You definitely made him relatable. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it definitely worked. Um, so yeah, and then he's got like one unit of Incubi again, like a couple of units of Andrakes again, one unit of Hellions again. Like it's it's not too dissimilar to what Nick's running. Um, but again, it's very American centric style list. Uh, it's nothing like what we've been testing with Team Wales. Uh, we're actually testing two lists at the minute, uh, neither of which look anything like this. Um, so, so, so by the way, impor- how insane is it? But how how deep this book is that you don't include Void Raven bombers in these lists? I know, I know. It's insane I, how deep this book yeah, is. Yeah, we all vote. We all vote lists. I think we, we had three. at least two three. in each. Um, yeah, three. I think I have two because <laughs> they bodied people. Actually, uh, shout out to uh, Pete and the 40k stat center. Um, uh, I went on there today. Actually, really easy oh. website to use. Oh, really? Looks obviously like it's from 1994. I don't think you'll mind me saying that. Uh, but like it works really nice. And that's all that really matters. I want functionality yeah. and uh, mm. not terrain. Not that. And um, <laughs> uh, the games workshop should get Pete to do the app. They should get Pete to do most things is where yeah. I'm actually going for. But that's yeah. a side note, especially sassy comebacks. He would be the perfect social media manager. Someone would be like, what, you've stopped doing it? And he'd be like, yeah, lol, joke's on you. You suck. And it would be funny. Like, I'd laugh. Mm. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah, I went on there. And actually, uh, one of the things that came out this weekend, there was a there was a, a, a grand tournament. So it was a, a five-game event. And then there was a, a one-dayer. Uh, and, both, and Drakari won both of those, one of them bodying a dark angel list in fact actually they had a 72 percent win rate um over the course of the weekend obviously a new introduction pete talked about this on tuesday uh, a new introduction of a new army but them doing very very well uh, mm. straight off the bat even people who don't have much what's the right word kind of like uh, notoriety or experience potentially doing very well against seasoned players with this list not saying that really? it's it's done the classic uh, plus one game. So if no one knows what I'm talking about, sometimes a book is so strong that really it gives you an extra win uh, for free above your skill level. So like you might be a 3-2 player, and then now you're a 4-1 player. And that takes 4-1 players up to a 5-0 category, which is quite significant. Um, Tom, you got any vibes about the, the Drakari book wholesale? Do you want to like... Yeah, it's, just it's be... fucking broken. Oh, really? <laughs> like, it's still broken. Like, there's so much depth to this book, it's actually insane. Uh, I went to a call with one of my Welsh teammates a couple of days ago, and he brought up this Excel spreadsheet bit done. And it had seven lists in it, all of which you couldn't... We were trying to work out which of the two of the seven we were going to test between us. And I'm like, just, these all look good, brother. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Uh, so I'm actually going to run uh, Drakari for uh, the next Scottish event. That should be fun. But it's just, there's, there's so much to it. We paired it into Dark Angels when we uh, played Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we're like, oh, yeah, we should be able to live. Then the planes flew over. One shot is a Parthicary and then just killed his army in three turns. <laughs> Basically, this is Dark Angels, man. <laughs> they have inbuilt transhuman. Because <laughs> we, we, we were talking earlier in the week, just... Um... Uh, not yet, Duplicity Paint, but we're we're getting there. We're steamrolling our way to victory. Jim is very eager for this. 
Finally, the Death Guard is all mine. Uh, yeah, we were talking actually. We uh, between us three, we were talking about Death Guard earlier in the week, weren't we? And it's sad at looking at Drakari or even Dark Angels, and how Necrons. we feel Necrons. and Necrons. Oh, fuck yeah, Necrons. But ne- Nick, they weren't even the first Enos book. So uh, what do you mean? Yeah. Um, they uh, they don't have the power level really of some of this, of at least the Dark Angels and the Drakari in some ways. And we were talking about Death Guard and like that there's such a power in the death in the other books that kind of Death Guard you have to re revisit how you're going to play the Death Guard because there's so much good elite murder that you're going to have to like maybe move away from those narrative Death Shroud units and drop down maybe again to mm. Marines, which is fucking great news. Yeah, but they've just um, got such a great story. Yeah, they <laughs> have got a great story. But uh, my point was is that they're like they're they're already some armies where you're like, wow, you're not competing against this Drukari book, like you're not putting it out there that top tier which is fascinating interesting to see where that takes the game and if it needs rebalancing and if the next book which is admech and i'd like to come back to this story at some point uh, in the future on the next piece of the story um or the next spice spice watch <laughs> um uh, but yeah any other thoughts on the drakari at wholesale right now 72 percent win rate a meat watch article 72 percent win rate what 72 percent yeah 72. what happens when you take out the drakari versus drakari matchups <laughs> Uh, I think it goes up. It will go up. It will absolutely go up, but I'm trying to work out how much. Yeah. Uh, I don't think uh, we should get too over the top about the 72% rematch straight away. Because no. obviously, if it's the first weekend, people might not know what's going on with it Equally, and don't know what to do against it. Yeah, the list that they're running might not be like the best recovery That's list true, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point as well, yeah. These are yeah, these are just initial lists that people are putting together and still getting that. That's a bit. Well, that is a bit. Mental. I'd like to pitch something right now because I'm I'm writing some 40k tournament packs as we speak, available soon to be able to come and play at the uh, the TSN arena. So uh, get ready for that, anyone local to Nottingham and the UK. Um, one of the things that like is definitely in the Age of Sigmar FAQ and and will 100% be in the 40k FAQ is obviously you can't play the army until the FAQ is done, like. I have no clue how TOs are letting that be okay. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Like, yes, that's a, that's a That's a carte blanche, in my opinion. Just like, mm-hmm. you wait till the FAQ's done, then you can use your toys. And, it, and, like, and I, I don't know who's arguing that that's not the right way to go. <laughs> like, Tom, you've got to push back. Yeah, what's the pushback? But people want to use their new book. So people no. will be upset. No. But Jimmy's going to cry. No, I mean, yes. <laughs> it's, oh, okay. it's really easy. Like, what about you, Tom? You got any? Do you think the four the FAQ window should be done as long as it sticks to four weeks? I mean, four weeks is still kind of a long time, right? But like, in what? But for what? Like Jukari, like it's basically a four week window where you can't use Jukari. That's it. In three. I mean, years. ideally, you just make the books less fucked, so we don't need the FAQ to actually play with it. That's Agreed. true, but but like. It's, if you go into a tournament, let's say that's like a fifth, like a hundred player tournament, and ten people are t- taking the new book, so that's ten percent of the field taking the new book. Why should you? Uh, and if there's some stuff broken in there that they get to abuse in the first two weeks, why should they? Like, why? Why is their need to take their new broken book greater than everyone else who's going to the tournament? I, like, I so I, I feel with like tournaments and new books, right? A lot of I feel like waiting is is kind of. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it, but I do know that when you're in the UK, a lot of the time people are just like, yeah, we'll just work it out as we go, right? If there are any pressing questions from the book that need answering, then the 
tournament organizer just like, like sends out their own FAQ and says, hey guys, this is how we're going to play this, this, and this. Okay. If there's some stuff that's uh, obviously not how they intended, but that's how it works, we normally just run it that way. If there's something that physically doesn't work, like Typhus not being able to go into any detachments, normally people just tank it on the chin or the TO releases their own kind of statement and we just deal with it, right? Uh, it's not ideal, but people want to play their toys. And I'm just like, I'm not going to like prevent people from well, playing people with their toys. You could just use the old book. Yeah, no one's saying don't bring that army. No, I get that, but I don't like see a need to. Like, if we can just work it out ourselves, why do we need to use the old book? You know what I mean? Because because it's always, like, a good example of Nick pointing out the stonk manipulation that we obviously are talking about, <laughs> yeah, is that liquefiers seem so strong when you take um, you take that Coven's, uh, like, custom detachment that, yeah. that you feel like it's definitely going to be FAQ'd. So why wouldn't I put that into my FAQ? It's four weeks. Like grow the fuck up not you tom like the no, people fine. like someone's like you can't use it faq's not have life cool that's like oh I, no. I don't know i just don't see it as a problem like i don't see a need to use the old book because we can just work with the new one it's fine i think it's i think i think it's the right way to go and i would like to see that in more 40k tournaments and definitely what i'll put in our event packs because i think that's the right one and, and uh i think it's for green point out can't see a problem if the old book is allowed then of course not you're like you want to use your toys fine what yeah. you mean is you want to use a kick-ass succubus not you mm. tom again I mean, I do. I have been using them. <laughs> <laughs> and is it fun? I haven't used it yet. It's in my list, though. But it sounds like it'll be fun when it goes off, oh, right? Hey, I realized I worked out an interaction. Well, someone told me about an interaction earlier today. You know that succubus that gets to fight again with the number of attacks that it failed uh, yeah. to work with earlier? Well, of course, they all count as individual attacks. What if you have a weapon that allows you to double your attacks? You then double that number. Oh, you know, the, what they call the flails. Or what, yeah, the so what you do things. is when you go with that first round, you re-roll to fail. So mm. you can then use those dice and then double them. You're a monster. Yeah, I am. Wow. I would have put that out there. Too. I think they FAQ'd it as well. Yeah. Uh, Akunin in the chat said, uh, what if Games Workshop never releases an FAQ? Well, then at that point, well, I'll we do something. We did deal with that, actually. It was the, WTC, it was the ETC FAQ in like 2015. When they just stopped releasing FAQs in like 2014, and Games Workshop weren't on any like social media. They weren't releasing any FAQs. We just made our own. But but right now they do. Every four weeks they mm. roughly stick something out. Roughly every four weeks, and that's time enough. I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Next up in uh, <laughs> 40k Spice Center. Spice um, Put you is... by Ron Symes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ronald J. Symes. There's that. Uh, get that Twitter account back up. Is um, um it went so we... down. Yeah, I know. I know. So but... six months they count one tweet that was fucking awful. <laughs> the account went down. Hey, you, you've made it when you've got like hate tweets, uh, like hate Twitter accounts about you. That's fine. I just found it funny, mate. Yeah, it's fine. It's actually written done by me. That's the joke. Uh, right. So uh, new admec points, make prizes, or I guess. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to drop the bomb. TJ Gate. Oh, no. Sorry. Hold on. <clears throat> Unknown Person Gate. American Warhammer 40k player. Gate. Mysterious American Man Gate. Is he not Canadian? Yeah. Is he? I honestly don't know. Let's, who just, let's just say North America. I played in Canada in 2019. And I, truly I mean, I played fuck. in 2018. That doesn't make me Canadian, so I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Right, so right, just double checking. How do you Tom, end up on your team? You, Tom, can you give me the uh, the TLDR, or shall we just read directly from Comp Forty K? Because that's how we make content now. Three men read Warhammer Forty K. <laughs> fucking competitive Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm fucking so in for this story. Where the fuck uh, is the link? Great, let me get it back. Give me a minute. 
Ah, I need to find this fucking link now. Oh, like, okay, okay, we got it. Right, I got it. Okay, here we go. I can close Meat Watch now. We don't need to pay attention. Yeah, put the link in the chat so people can follow along right. at home. And we'll include it in the show notes for right, people right. who want to join uh, what can only be described as the Spice Party. All right. Um, All right. Who's got, who wants to read this? I do we want to take it in turns to read a sentence. Uh, you can go for it, Tom. All right. I've not got it yet. All right. But can okay. we can we just nominate um, a canary if it gets too spicy and, and that person passes right. out? We all know to stop. Who's I'm, I'm going to have my Skype on my second monitor. So if either of you want me to pause, so you, so you can like insert a point, I'm just raise your hand. <laughs> okay. And, and I'll I'll pause reading. Okay. <clears throat> this is from Fabricators Forge April GT tournament recap and results from R slash uh, Warhammer Competitive. Yeah. This was uh, a comment left by Muffin Boy One Two Three Four, <laughs> uh, amongst 181 comments. Wait, the Muffin Man? But no, the Muffin Boy. Muffin Boy. Uh, not no, the I, Muffin Man who lives down Jury no, Way. He's only a boy. It's fine. Okay. Okay. So, Muffin Boy. Okay. Muffin Boy One Two Three Four says, "I really like the quality of your streams. Thanks for making them." That said, I'm sorry to say, but I'm seeing some bad behaviour in this video versus orcs where i saw the chaos player not lie about his dice three times in the first round at 1825 he rolls a three for the number of mortar shots but then rolls four dice and tells the orc player to make four saves Oof. at 2426 he says that his poxwalkers ignore a wound despite clearly not rolling a six he rolls a one a three and two fives Going back in time again, and at 16.56, he rolls a two to hit when shooting into a forest with a Blight Lord's Blight Launcher, keeps it and rolls a four to wound, failing, but says Plague Weapon and re-rolls the four. At long range, Plague Weapon re-roll should only work on a wound roll of a one. Am I seeing all this wrong? The dice seem pretty clear to me at 1080p. <laughs> At around 38.10, the Chaos player somehow convinces the Orc player that the Plague Burst Crawler is alive on one wound, even though it actually took four mortals and nine damage after reduction, and should be dead. That's the most egregious one, and I stopped watching after the first round. <laughs> 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 I like that one. Too That's much my had to quit. There's quite a lot True. of comments. There's quite a lot of comments on the Reddit oh, it's thread. Brilliant. Yeah. Do you want me to read um, all of those too? I, I would like to read some all of them. I'd, I'd, also like yes, to, I'd also like to take a moment to very quickly ask, because again, <laughs> I'm not really up to date with who the fuck this is. So I want to be clear. Nick, what is that? Your background picture right there. I believe this is the player in question's uh, best case pairing profile. And you can see uh, quite a few first places. At various different events and reasonably high placing and oh boy oh boy maybe this is, is how we achieved that that is awkward as fuck uh pretty that awkward is... that's pretty awkward i can't uh, remember right, when so... i did the custodies players by the way vengeance Pennsylvania, but i'm sure i did at some point <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> uh right so scooter kid says yeah that's really disappointing especially since he plays third and we're only seeing what was caught on the video. It's like he's rolling behind the train on purpose, died his rolls too. I'm starting to look into competitive play and uh, and in my first local tournament soon, I've seen the name, insert player name, uh, thrown around so many times as a top tier player and it's really off-putting to see 
blatant cheating like I that. I mean, can we just take a moment to appreciate how r slash Warhammer competitive that is, that they're all looking to go to their first tournament <laughs> soon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gutted. As someone who's never played at a tournament and has only painted one model, I am livid about because this situation. Because I was considering getting... <laughs> 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 it's the best place on the internet this is funny but it is like like okay so the fact that he was cheating not not funny the fact that he was caught doing it like this and yeah. giving it reaction if you know you're on stream why are you doing that oh, i mean why oh why i uh, listen why is it in the first place but even on stream uh, that's just fucking mental uh, right so me. next up from mr leopards uh, thank oh, you. Oh, you really keeping... all of them. Look at him go. I am so into this. This is this is the content I'm here for. I tweeted today saying, "Can we do this?" Because I tweet oh, to man. save lives, Tom. Yeah, do. and I'm doing just it. just like this guy comments to save 40k. <laughs> <laughs> you read out Mr. Leopard's comment. It's fucking brilliant. Um, so thanks for keeping track of this. We need more people watching Dice closely to weed this behavior out. Who Rob, Rob would can you hear some electrical do... interference, by the way? It sounds like a connection's gone slightly somewhere. Yeah, I think it might be Nick, but it's fine. Uh, we okay, got it sorted. It's just, cool, a, don't cool. worry, don't worry, don't worry. So I'm, I'm so glad that these internet vigilantes are out here keeping us all safe, Rob. I mean, without them, who'd have known that I was cheating versus Mark Crumble home by moving his Ravager for him as he asked me to on the GW live stream. Thank goodness exactly. these people are here to protect us. Uh... So uh, the next one uh, I'll t- do uh, says nine breaker MX five big sad on the homie court cheating love his energy yeah on stream with 1080p evident video evidence again I get it 1080p is fairly like new in the, like past the past 1080p, twenty years yeah, yeah. but like don't bring it up anyway <laughs> this is uh, by the way this tw- this probably comment should go down oh, into their history mate. let me just, let me read it just... for again no, come fine. on let me let me do it. That's fine. <clears throat> Big sad on the homie court cheating. That's fine. On stream with 1080p video evidence. Hashtag blood for the blood god. Oh, <laughs> what? This guy, this guy definitely screams war at tournaments, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully the local meta and greater ITC does something to punish this blatant abuse. All right. Um, there it is. Can, can I also highlight uh, one Salty John, the head referee of the LVO? <laughs> With the popcorn time in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, who's that? That's Salty John. He's the head ref of the LVO. And uh, what does he say? Popcorn time. Oh my god, I'm into this. <laughs> he's a fucking gangster, mate. He's great. So, I, so the the original poster has put uh, my standard Cold disclaimer to all my standard uh, disclaimer to all in quotation marks talent that streams on my channel is that cameras are high quality and pick up the images on small dice and thus I recommend being careful. Again, I understand that 1080p has been something for 20 years, but it really grinds on me that people keep talking about the fact that it's there. Did America only just get high-def TV? What the fuck am I living in? No, mate, they've had that for years. They're getting 12k now because that's all they do. Why, like, <laughs> why is it constantly being discussed? Like, they're Wait, like, I think I'm it's just... people who, like, uh, maybe they just want to make it seem to other people that they know about technology, so they put numbers in there. Yeah, yes. look at me, I know what a resolution is. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, like, if you start scrolling down as well, you see, like, a couple of comments. Like, there's one here. Don't cheat for cameras are rolling. Eesh. Is this that's a fucking reason why you shouldn't cheat? I mean, if he... I don't go back to the point that I think <laughs> someone else, someone that Bluebelly63 also made this point. If you, Why are you telling talent to be careful? <laughs> yeah. Just don't do it. Like, just, hey, and don't why do is it, it only specifically like, talent? So, are you telling the talent to be careful because the talent cheats all the time and that's why they're the well, talent and that's just, why they get just such to clarify, good results talent to the tournament? Good point, Nick. Good is point, what's Nick. Going on? Good point deep, Nick. Is there a deep-seated, like, hidden oh. Uh, uh, oh, agenda going on in the talent community that Sorry. is being covered up by all the TOs? They're just trying to pro- propagate wins by these so, people. What long game are they playing? That's in, the question. In sports, when you use the term talent, it normally means like uh, casters and desk hosts and analysts and what have you. It doesn't normally mean the people fucking playing. Holy yeah. shit, I didn't even read that. I'd like to... I'd Why like you to, tell I'd them like... to be quite fucking careful then, you silly twats? What yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to clip this right now. I'd like you all to clip this. Is Nick proposing that there's a cabal of American TOs who are intentionally obfuscating the cheating of so-called, in brackets, talent to push the stonks of Games Workshop liquefiers. Is <laughs> that what we are that. seeing? Who and knows? Maybe some further fuel on that fire is that recently oh, Games Workshop hired a pretty prominent American, American tournament organiser who had oh. lots of various links all around the USA to TOs. And you does this link into the rumour that many of the Games Workshop upper elite are in some sort of secret church? Is this mm. some sort of cult that we don't know anything about. Could be, we don't know. Brackets, question marks. Brackets, yeah. And does Val Heffelfinger own it and is using it as a registered religion to avoid tax? Fuck, we've cracked it. That is the answer. Anyway, uh, in case the shop is going to sell high quality cameras next. <laughs> Some people could play during COVID, that, that pandemic, but <laughs> will probably be over by the time they get them out. In manufacturing. Um, there we go. But uh, like, so- you scroll down the comments, mate, and you see like this this fucking guy just comes in and writes an essay and basically chronicles all the allegations. And Ben basically says, Oh, how you can how oh I think you're right, but we should give him a benefit of a doubt because I can't hundred percent tell. Where the fuck was this guy when Alex Harrison got caught at the fucking LGT? Like these people but... happy to bash on him all day, but the moment it comes to a content creator they like and a personality who's meant to be like nice and like ITC related, we've got to go in and go full defense for this guy. Fuck off. Not one I rule did... for Alex and not one rule for these guys. Either you batter them both or you give Alex some leeway. It's fucking it's stupid. It's true. It's true. I don't think you give Alex leeway though. I'd like to be crystal right, then you batter the that. other guy then. Like, yeah, you just treat him as Like you never let the joke die. Like, you always mention water bottles whenever Alex Alice is around or, yeah, or any like, sort of thing. The meme still has not died. Like, and everyone knows that. Like, I'm mates with Alex, and so I'm not gonna like. There's a degree of bias there, but at the same time, like, I don't think it's biased to tell people to be consistent. No, I don't think it is. Yeah. I don't think it is. I think if you're playing at that level, you should be. Like, you should be on doubt. Yeah, you should be playing at such a level that someone says, I think you did this wrong. You check and you just quit. And you say, I did this thing wrong today. Like, you should be like, so, like, I'm going to roll these dice crystal clear here. You guys can see Mm -hmm. this. This is going to be, like, you're playing at a level, and this is very important, you represent the game that you love. You are a representative of what we're doing as a community. You should be on reproach in a load of ways yeah 
and everyone around you should hold you to the highest standard possible. Yeah, that should even not even if it's not just for your game and for your brand that you were working with. We'll come up to that in, in a minute. Even if you ignore that, you're meant to be playing like for an international team, right? Last time you just played for Team Canada. I don't know what you're doing this year. I haven't really been paying attention. But on Team Wales, we make a massive effort about how we like to enjoy the game. We go out to try our best and to try and compete and not just to make up the numbers. But at the same time, we are spending a lot of money and putting a lot of time into doing this and therefore we want to have fun and we're not going to like stand for any kind of like cheating or like ridiculous above the table behavior right and if you are playing for a team or are known to have represented a team and you go out there and you behave like that what kind of a representation of your team does that send do people want to come and play with you now Nope. Or are you going to let down that team? If you're still playing with Canada, by the way, shame on you, mate. Shame on you, to be honest. Because I know the Canadian design. team is the hardest working team in the world when it comes to 40k. I've seen what Chris is doing over there. I've seen what Skyrim is doing over there. And those boys are working so fucking hard to put in a massive shift to try and get this country that has never succeeded like and got podium on an international stage up to that point. And you are defacing that by because you want to fucking win a tiny GT for fake internet points. <laughs> and it comes down to confidence as well like i don't mind losing a game i really don't because i know if i lose win or lose that game i know what my value is i know how well i can play if your value and if your confidence comes from whether or not strangers and bums on the internet think you're a good player you are not confident and you should fuck off become confident in let's your own play show. by being good <laughs> yeah let's close the show we're done this is out Get out. Uh, I'm into that. Yeah, the only bums on the internet I care about is the Twitch chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only ones I give a yeah. fuck about. We're, the only small gamer audience like, is not big, but they're fucking great, and I don't it's, care. It's fucking sad. Like, I've met TJ. He seemed like a nice enough guy when I met him. He was a little bit intense above the table, maybe, and he turns up to every game in a suit, which is a bit weird. But yeah. I've never had any fucking... That is weird. That is weird. That is weird. But Can I've never had any And when you see someone that's meant to be representing, as you say, the competitive community, community because they are one of the most well-known competitive players in the world and they behave like this to all the plebs in reddit that say i'm thinking about going to my first tournament but now i don't want to i like this really man yeah. we're trying so fucking hard out here piss off you like, can tell that tom's angry because yeah. the angrier tom is the more northern he gets <laughs> i make my yeah. way past barnsley yeah. <laughs> honestly <laughs> honestly i thought i was listening to our vader's aim pet for a minute which oh, this, yeah, that's yeah. a joke for people like also by the way plus. one more point before we move on my bank card as a word my, my name on the bank card is tj so on behalf of all tjs out there in the world fuck up <laughs> <laughs> there we go uh, anyway, like something happened. I probably will never play 40k in North America. I'd like to, but don't oh, care. Like I will go to Canada. Just to, I want I go to go to over to really just see if they are rubbish or not. <laughs> yeah, hey, we should. We're all going to go over to North America. Pretty sure they are. But like, we'll both have our teeth fixed, and we'll turn up with impeccable teeth and English accents. What? We'll what but are we turning up in suits though? Because yeah. that's not right, is it? Don't introduce me to your wife. Are we, home Nick, come on, Nick, you're pretty you're pretty pretty casually dressed when it go, we go to a 40k event. Joggers is a thing I've seen you in. Joggers is a I, thing. I, I wear joggers all the time. I'm wearing joggers now. Do you want to see them? You okay. got to be you got to be loose and limber to play Warhammer. You I mean, You've got I to be you got to be ready to sprint down the alleyway to get to the other oh. end, other side of the table at a moment's oh. notice just to save a few minutes of the round time. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Can't do that in jeans. You can't do that in jeans. Yeah, you can't. Uh, you can't run up and down the aisles in jeans, mate. I'm gonna. But similarly, 
Similarly, cargo shorts and sandals, not okay in my book. That's a different thing. That's a different no, thing. No, I'm, I'm with you on sandals because, you know, you've got to contain the smell of your feet as much as possible at a Warhammer tournament. Yeah. yeah. I mean, being honest, it's okay when you're in Eastern Europe because that's just a thing they do. They wear socks yeah. and sandals all the time. Uh, no. That's the only time it's acceptable. Well, you don't come up there go. and tell them how to dress. Oh, okay, fine. I'll just sit anyway. Uh, clip that. Right. Okay. So yeah, uh, that's that. That's that bit done. I mean, to be honest, I don't know the guy, so like, I don't give a fuck about the like. Nah, but if you yeah, cheated, but, he sounds like a. Cunt. But, oh, sorry, yeah. we're not using that word. He sounds. <laughs> I got like... told off for going to use that. Yeah. I was told explicitly not to sorry. use that word in my rant before. But <laughs> anyone, anyone like, like, if you genuinely was cheating, anyone who defends him is as bad. Like, just, just it's the end of that conversation for me. Nick, you feel free to make your points though. Uh, no, I agree with you guys. I think he, sh- he should be labelled a cheater forever, really, just like Alex Harrison. And I think all of his tournament results that have pe- previously occurred should publicly publicly be called into question. Yeah. If this is how he's behaving at a small uh, small tournament, he's probably cheated at all of these. So all of these should be stricken from the record. He doesn't deserve any of those first places. That's None how of we him. do it. That's how we do it. That's how we do Nick, it. Nick Ross loves his scorch earth policy. We've seen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with him. I'm with him. Uh, right. Okay. So the final, <laughs> the final bit today, because we're not going to have time to, uh, to, to do the list. So we'll, we'll do this last bit. And which might be an uptick, but was raised by our intern. We have an intern on the Oswald game. His name's Matt. He's a bit of a treasure. Uh, and he came up with a point today. And it ties in really nicely with the article about the new um admec and as an editorial piece i think it's quite interesting so uh, nick and tom don't know anything about this so i'm kind of get them to live react and kind of process it you guys are going to talk about it as we go through here um now the new admec stuff they've shown off the galvanic weapons so uh the galvanic rifle has gone from strength four uh, and it's gone up uh, strength four no ap to damage one it's gone to heavy two sorry rapid fire one to heavy two strength four minus one one damage and a 30 inch range which is a huge boost um and it's going to make the skatari much better in my opinion i think that's is that just a basic weapon that they had yes there's you've got two you've got vanguard and you've got rangers um okay. and that's going to be uh on the rangers uh and it'll also be on the cerberus raiders i think as well uh but basically that means that they've got like they've just got an ap on their shots which is great um and it also it's like it's also they've got that definite two shots at 30 inches as opposed to rapid fire one so an excellent upgrade i think yeah 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 um, and, we, and we already went through this um i was talking to carry off on twitter and was saying like oh maybe it's just have mobility when in, in reality the difference between a rapid fire weapon and a heavy weapon is just that you take a minus one penalty when firing it and you need to be within half range to double fire this so it's better to have two shots at minus one to hit than one shot at nothing yeah, uh, especially exactly. when you're on boards covered in trees, which are making you minus one to hit a lot of the time anyway. So then uh, arc weapons. Uh, so then we've got the arc rifle, right? Which is 24 inch, was 24 inch range, rapid fire one, strength six, <clears> minus one, and then one damage. But against <laughs> this the vehicles, is so D3. Yeah, against vehicles, is D3. And now it's just changed to 30 inches, so an extra six inch range, rapid fire one still, still strength six, but AP two, so an additional AP, <clears> and then a flat D3 damage. And then. Uh, and then it's got a, if it's doing a vehicle, it's a damage characteristic of three, and the yeah, unmodified wound roll of a four plus successfully wins the target. Yeah, so that's decent. really good, really yeah. really good on the arc rifle. That's a big upgrade there, yeah. Yeah, you can and you could take them on catafrons, right? Yeah, yeah you, you can. Just spam them. Yeah, you just right remount vehicles, mate. 
yeah, yeah, really good. This will lead into a really good conversation, by the way. So stick with us because I, I, I think it's great. So now they're fun. talking. They're talking about Cognis weapons. So Cognis flavor uh, was eight inches assault D six strength four AP nothing damage one and obviously auto hits. Now it's twelve inches assault D six plus two. That's huge. It's bit... Yeah, that's huge. Um, strength four and then uh, still no AP and damage one. The Cognis heavy stubber um, is heavy. Was heavy three strength four. Uh, it's now assault four, strength four, and no AP damage one, which means uh, like that's brilliant. Obviously, I feel um, like that's mainly going to be seen on vehicles though. So rather than just writing a line in the rules that say, "Oh, you can move and f- you can advance and fire this," as though it was um, an assault weapon, they've just changed it to assault for purposes of this. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. fi- the final piece is the twin Cognis auto cannon, which was forty-eight inches, Nick was already the thing so that was not the dragoon it was the non-dragoon version yeah um already was taken because its stats were already great 48 inch range heavy four strength one ap minus one and damage two yeah so already solid and now it's just gone up Mm -hmm. to assault six not heavy anymore extra two shots strength seven minus one uh and ap2 which is crazy good um Mm. so really really good Tom, you got some thoughts on that one? Or not? Yeah, it's, it's the same as the uh, Cognitive Heavy Stubber, right? With regards to changing Heavy to Assault, I think that's going to be the same logic. The, the big change is obviously plus two, like two number of shots on every single one of your weapons. That's fucking bonkers. What's uh, the yeah, standard plus two. explicit scale of like uh, three. I'd make it. Is it four? Oh, it's three. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Catfronts are fours. Catfronts are fours, like the kind of Servitor level stuff. So um, the Castellan robots as well, they're fours. But then Skitari, yeah. generally stuff is threes. I mean, heavy, you were you were firing, moving and firing on vehicles anyway without penalty. Uh, if you could advance and fire that weapon at minus two before, now you can advance and fire it at minus one. It was minus one before anyway because of the cap. Um, and then the weapon profiles that actually just stayed the same. So they've literally just added more shots to stuff. Um, which I don't know if this was needed, uh, although, because I, I haven't played that at Mech, I, I was wondering if it's a case where they're just getting run down by shit. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll have to see the context of the points, right, and see if the points change. But if they don't, then oh mate, do you want to see? Do you want to change to the next weapon? <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, so the twin Cognis last cannon, heavy two, strength nine, minus three, d six damage. Yeah. So no, you know, yeah, yeah, last cannon. One, yeah. It's now assault two, which we expected. That's normal compared to the um, Cognis heavy flight, Cognis heavy stabber and twin Cognis auto cannon. That's the same pressure. Strength That's fine. three, uh, strength nine. Sorry, AP minus three, so same as always. But now damage is D three plus three. <laughs> but all the last cannons are D three plus six, aren't they? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. sorry, D six. No, D six plus three. Uh, they're not D6 plus three, I don't, are they? Yeah, oh, they're no, they're D3 plus three. Ones. Oh, I don't think Marine are ones are. Let me just double check the Marine ones for you while you guys Yeah, it's it. fine. Like, I mean, that's just a big tool up, right? If it is the same, that's fine. But the thing is that Admet can be able to spam them a little bit more, right? Um, but I don't know if you even need these when you take arc rifles instead, to be honest. I don't know if it's it, it's that much of a difference because, I mean, last cans are a little bit inconsistent. Maybe you take them on... Um, if you were to take the... Uh, the chicken walkers, you take the auto cannons instead, right? Because I feel like the auto cannons with six shots are better than the last cannons with two. Yeah, of course. No, uh, I, of I course. don't. No, but even then, it's like plus three. Like you automatically do four damage minimum without even getting punished because you're doing it from forty-eight just across the board. Which I hope you've yeah, got. Head- last terrain, last cannon is just D six, but the lance laser destroyer, which is obviously on the new Primaris stuff. So last cannons is you know traditionally on first born marines. 
last guy in D6, but the new Primaris one is D3 plus 3. I didn't even think about uh, that Agamemnon. Uh, that is plus 1 to wound as well for the Engine War, <laughs> which they should keep it, mate. Like, uh, oh, for Engine 1. Maybe for Engine War? Yeah. Well, so, so let me... So let me use this. So obviously it sounds crazy. Sounds like a big upgrade for an army that's already really good. Yeah. But Matt has suggested something brilliant, which I haven't heard before. And I don't, and if, and if it's out there as a, as a thing anyway, I haven't heard it and I don't think we've discussed it. And I think it's great. Here's my relation to this kind of thing. Nick uh, and Tom, have you played an MMO before? World of Warcraft or any of that? I still games? play RuneScape, yeah. Okay, perfect. Nick, yeah. you played you played like MMOs, right? And we all have. When we get a new expansion for an MMO, what traditionally happens to gear? Uh, it gets reworked. It gets reworked. But more importantly, the numbers get bigger. Mm-hmm. Right, now, now um, uh, Matt was telling me about a thing in computer game design, which is very, very, very common. He's a student of, like, he, he's got a degree in computer game design. This is where he comes from. So he's very studied in the field. And the thing he was talking about was, is they've, they have done loads and loads of market research on this stuff. So effectively, if one year you're getting experience of, let's say, 10 for whatever computer game you're playing, mm-hmm. then the next year they bring out the new expansion, you're getting, comput- you're getting experience of 100. You feel like you're stronger oh and gosh. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's progression. That's incredible. Yeah, I'm doing so much more yeah. than I was last time. Like, yeah. last time I would do 10 damage, and then this uh, iteration of the game, or this this patch or whatever, I'm now doing 20 damage. You feel like a god, or 100 damage, right? Mm-hmm. And that, as soon as he said that, kind of like lightning went off in my head, and I was like, that's what this edition is. Everyone's got an extra wound. Everyone, yeah. everyone has got an extra damage. Because... Like and as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Of course, we're doing we're doing Bye, more." Gossi. See you later, Gozzy. Big love. Um, they're 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 pumping the numbers. So like previously, your Laz Cannon was your Laz Cannon, but now it's your twin Laz Cannon, your Cognis Laz Cannon. Ignoring the names, it's doing yeah. bigger numbers. And I'm not yeah. talking about I'm I'm talking about being iterative as opposed to it being um like a codex to codex. I'm talking about addition. So like mm-hmm. this addition. Like, all of our characters are getting extra wounds. Like, what's the first thing you keep thinking about when you keep thinking about your Thousand Suns uh, units or your generally your Chaos Terminators anyway? You're like, I want them to get the plus one wound. Yeah. Like, you're not thinking about the stratagem. You're not thinking about the abilities. You're just like, I want more numbers. And I was like, fuck, that's what they're doing. And, like, I don't don't know how I feel about it, but I loved it. I thought it was really good. I can go for this because this is something that you can actually track, I think, back to something in 6th edition with a Chaos Demons Codex released. And it was something, in that book, you had something called the Grimoire of True Names. And what that allowed you to do is get plus two on your invulnerable save. If When you picked a unit, if you rolled a three plus, you get plus two to your save. If you've rolled a one or a two, you get minus one to it, right? You'd then combo it with uh, a psychic power called Forewarned, I think. And that would give you access to a two plus and vulnerable save. And because you were Zinch, it'd allow you to re-roll it, right? And eventually this fell out of favor, not just because it was uh, inconsistent, but because the numbers of other stuff got pumped up. So you'd had things like the dreaded Eldar scatter bikes that came out, right? They could do 36 shots hitting on twos, re-rolling, and then just blasting people off the board. And then suddenly that doesn't look too impressive anymore because once you fail a couple of saves and you start to lose a couple of screamers and they don't actually do too much damage, plus the fact that you could... um, 
tag them up because you had more durable units that came into the game. And you just kept ramping up and ramping up and ramping up to a point where you had parity, but the point isn't necessarily that you just need parity for a game to be good. If I have a game where every single army is capable of blowing the other army off the table turn one without touching anything, the first turn problem, as you like to call it, last edition, that is not a good game. Everything is equal and balanced and there is parity, but it's still not a fun experience just because it then comes down to who gets a first turn or that person wins because their army's numbers are so high that you've got a problem. This is why you have more terrain involved in the game. And even when you include things like uh, Dark Angels and um, uh, Death Guard, this is one of the reasons why people are worried about them being left behind because every book that comes out now is a similar level in terms of damage numbers to Drakari. They just can't stand up. They just can't. But now, Death Guard, I still think, have a slight place in uh, team events because they provide a couple of mechanics that are really, really useful for team events specifically. But if you end up in a situation where all of these books come out and they're all just going to blow each other off the table and you have no armies that can compete durability-wise that gets lobbed into the mix, then I think you've got a real problem with the game. You, so, like, I, I'm less, I'm less talking about balance as Oz, uh, no, like as, no, a, as a wholesale you. piece. Uh, Nick, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts about the the numbers go up conversation? I think it definitely makes sense. From I don't know whether necessarily is it a, is it a thing that they're doing to you know to make us all feel better and make us enjoy the game more, even though the game is only really different because there's higher numbers. That's the only mm-hmm. real difference. Or I mean, I think some of the changes like making marines two wounds makes sense i think it makes the game a game better i don't think they've done that to make us feel better to to make us enjoy the game more just because yeah. our numbers have gone up i think yeah. maybe there's a, i mean maybe there is a sense of that there uh i don't think it's a conscious thing that or thing that they're doing but i can see the i can see the uh parallel between the games definitely yeah um i don't know because i didn't play seventh that much mm-hmm. uh what was like the because i feel like in eighth edition one problem we had is we're rolling a lot of fucking dice yeah and they kind of did it in age of sigmar as well like my friend paul went to a tournament uh went to one of the the first crim bobo and he, he he never really he doesn't play aos that much but he took his tomb kings and he's got a skeleton unit that had like 180 attacks and he didn't finish many didn't fully finish many of his games just because he had to roll so many dice Mm-hmm. And similar to Orcs, like we had to roll a million dice and not many people enjoy just rolling buckets and buckets of dice. So like seventh edition, was there that many big dice rolls or were, and was eighth like a jump in attacks sort of thing? And could this be like a similar pattern? I don't know. Yes, I think it was definitely a jump in number, a number of dice you'd be rolling because you changed the way Twin Linked worked. So Twin Linked before would just yeah, be you another number. Yeah, you got another mm-hmm. shot, didn't you? Yeah, you do. So if you had twin linked heavy bolter, it's now the same as two heavy bolters, yeah, rather than it being true. one heavy bolter and the rerolls. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think I think my point is that although I, it definitely works. That you're correct. Just increasing the numbers makes people feel like their stuff has got better, right? But it's not an exact science. It's not something that is always going to work because if you do, if the way you do it enable like makes the game worse, it's going to push people away in the long run. So short term, hundred percent, but long run. I think it's but like, you're saying but that, like games it? workshop aren't really and working well. in the long run at the minute because at no, the minute they're changing true. the edition that's every true. three years. Yeah. So maybe we ought to be careful, like in yeah. the long run, that we're not falling into a trap of three-year editions where we just we just yeah. in three-year cycles of 
buying buying a new book every three years for multiple mm. different armies and the game never yeah. really settling in a good state but even then the edition changes don't change the the, the um the game that like wholesale like we've been talking about with the numbers even when they dropped all of the um indexes at the start of eighth edition i've just tracked all the way back to 2013 of numbers inflation we've had fifth i uh, know sorry not fifth sixth seventh eighth ninth we've had four editions including one edition but reset all the rules yeah okay they're not going okay. backwards with this i don't think i don't think it's a case of like going backwards I, I'm, I'm not talking about there being I'm a going backwards of a number of numbers like yeah reduces, yeah i'm just saying yeah. i'm saying the numbers are higher like and as soon as he said it i was like of course of course like because yeah. you, you tell me now because because <laughs> i found out that uh, there was an extra ap and maybe plus one damage on my dragoons yeah. and i was like yeah. oh that now like, <laughs> yeah do you know what i mean I'm, i was like dancing yeah. in the streets and the thing is mm. it doesn't even matter it doesn't even matter if they make them more expensive or cheaper. It wasn't really my point. I was just excited no, about the numbers. Yeah, like, yeah. But when they do make the points lower, let's say, yeah, yeah. then you're dancing in the streets. And yeah. I just thought it was a, it was a cool thing yeah, and a 100%. good yeah. analysis. And I was like, mm -hmm. and we could have another show where we go yeah. into a deep dive about how we feel about it. But like, I was like, that's cool. That's I mean, do, you know, do you know how they fix this without, without reducing the numbers, Rob? Tell me. They, they add more wounds in. If we end Which up, is, yeah, yeah exactly. that's my point. Exactly the that's what they're doing, yeah. and then they're yeah, like, and then they've yeah. they've also done the opposite of numbers. They've yeah. been like, no, minus one damage for you. Yeah, 100%. like the problem I'm saying is if you've got a, a an environment where everything's more durable than everything that's killy, you end up with a boring game where nothing dies, and it's about who gets to the center first. If you have a meta where the killy shit is like far more like impactful than the durable shit, you get a meta where everything just gets shot off the table immediately, and no one gets to play the game. So it's about having some parity between that and not just like spaffing it all out in one go. Okay, Nick, you got any thoughts on it? Uh, any more thoughts? Uh, well, uh, what do we think they're going to do next? Like, what's the next numbers thing they can do <laughs> apart from just you know, adding more wounds? Like, adding another save you can roll. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Feel no pain, feel yeah, no pain. A different, a different, a different yeah. stat. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. Your 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 like fortitude value, which is an yeah. additional role. Yeah, I'm into that. Uh, right. So I, I want to kind of end the show. So and I think I'm going to end it on a high note. But I'd love to hear people's thoughts on the numbers getting bigger. If anyone has any articles or links they want to send me on Twitter because I tweet to save lives. I'm a humanitarian tweeter. Uh, then please let me know. Um, the, uh, the the thing <laughs> Warhammer in ten years says Carl Bloss. Uh, my last cannon hit your tank for three hundred and fifty-seven damage. <laughs> Is it bracketed I mean, yet? We could easily just have the game reduced to two hundred points and then just take a zero off the end of everything we put in, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, you could. Mm -hmm. But like, I was there during a conversation where like Pete specifically, Pete Foley specifically said like they're not going to do that because people will feel like this stuff is wor worth less. There yeah. you are, Rob. There yeah, that's it is. The next, that's the next change. They're going to make points more granular. They're going to add a zero onto everything, and then no, they can then, be like, no, oh, because, this last no, because if you do that, you feel like your stuff's worth less because previously Dude. it was your five hundred point tank. Now it's yeah, but then but you're playing with a twenty thousand point army. Mate, yeah. I remember when 1650 points was the standard for competitive 40k. I remember people who remember 1500 points. I played a couple of them myself. We're slowly crept up, haven't we? Granddads. I remember. Granddads. Yeah, right, let me let me end, let me <laughs> end on some good news. Would you guys like to okay. hear some good news at yeah. the end of the show? Yeah, okay. go for it. So, uh, in relation to our earlier article, update on Warhammer Competitive. Yeah. 
Oh, oh my! Oh. Let's go. Oh, let's go to the. Oh, hold up! Give me a minute. I'm going to read it out. I'll read it on out. The Spice Center. I'll, uh, yeah. Breaking it, news on the Spice where Center. Where yeah. is it? I know there is a lot of discussion on this thread regarding what happened, what occurred during TJ's game. <laughs> the yes. Northeast 40k tournament circuit TOs, myself, Mythicos, Battle for Salvation, Golden Sprue. Baseball War Games. Most of those the... are shitty names, by the way. Agreed. Uh, the Portal. The Portal. The Portal. Come on. Have discussed it and agree. With what? The following repercussions are being instituted immediately. Get ready. A disqualification from the Fabricators Forge April GT, resulting in a zero score for the circuit. This means Orcs are now third place. Price support is voided and being redirected to Steve Betos. So, he hold up. There. He gets a zero on the Northeast 40k circuit, but he still gets his ITC points. Well, hold on. Wait, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I haven't finished reading. A 30-day <laughs> suspension from the Northeast 40k tournaments. Could you do less? Uh, no. After a suspension, a yellow card will be given on the next non-RTT event. Oh, my God. Okay. Please, someone videotape that. <laughs> He turns up and someone pushes him with a yellow card. After the suspension, a yellow card... Oh, no, I've done that. The information has also been discussed with other regional circuits such as Midwest and Texas. Following this, future events, depending on manpower due to COVID, are being instituted at my tournaments. I will personally be in the room the whole time to judge stream games. Isn't that a novelty? (laughs) Jesus. I will be at all of my tournaments. (laughs) I will be paying attention at all of my tournaments. Um, right, okay. So, let's just talk about the fact that this is, like, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's an arch, there's a, uh, an arc to this story, and good has prevailed. Justice will <laughs> prevail. Justice will prevail. Um, has prevailed, I think, is the correct term. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, we've had a great laugh along the way. Warhammer Reddit did a good thing, Tom. We did it, Reddit! We yeah. did it. <laughs> that guy who wasn't sure if he's ever going to go to his first tournament. You can do it. He's going to go. He's going to yes. go. And if someone... Muffin boy or muffin lad. And if someone muffin fills boy, it... one, two, three, four, has been redeemed. <laughs> yes. And if someone films it, please do film it in 1080p because it's yeah. something of note <laughs> to talk about. Hashtag uh, Nick, and... 4K, of course. Nick and Tom, it's been a pleasure doing this with you today. Thank you very much. I had a great time, mate. It's been fucking hilarious. <laughs> thank you, to, thank you, uh, Ron, to you as well. Thank you. It's been, it's been, it's been a pleasure. Have you guys got any shout-outs before we head out today? Yeah, I want to shout out Scary because I'll be on his show uh, tomorrow afternoon. I don't know what time it is our time. I think it might be 4 p.m. Um, 11 a.m. Whatever time Scary operates on. I don't fucking... Whatever. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, let's do... What the fuck, Tom? Yeah, sorry. Uh, what about you, Nick? Um, I did have a shout out, but... Uh... I've forgotten it. Perfect. No, I had an idea for a shout out, but never mind. Oh, okay. All right, nice. Uh, I'm going to shout Ham's fan because I can't not and dedicate the show to him because uh, of the huge gift subscription, which would be great. Um, and it's great. And do you know what? I'm going to shout out JT Lanigan or TJ Lanigan or BJ. I don't know what his name is. Is it TJ. like it's yeah, TJ. BJ, BJ, BJ? Is he Zaf Brannigan? BJ Lanigan. Yeah, yeah. BJ is a different guy. This is TJ Lanigan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Braff Zanigan. Thanks to yeah. you because you got, you've made fucking 40k a delight today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so fucking crack on. 
Uh, and you're all great. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a Patreon on this Wargamer. We're not sponsored by anyone, uh, specifically Games Workshop. So if you feel hard done by, by Curse City, jump on our Patreon. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. And thanks to my co-hosts and the Twitch chat. You gorgeous, crazy fucks who I'll hang out with for the rest of my life. See you soon. Bye. Thank you.